Check Facebook and it can seem like everyone's leading a charmed life. Happy kids, beautiful friends, gorgeous vacations, fulfilling work. We're instantly, usually subconsciously aware we're not measuring up. We're not as smart, creative, educated, successful, lucky, athletic, or artistic as everyone on Instagram. That quote right there is what I want to talk about on this episode of Growing Up With Tech Podcast. Find out who that quote's from and what we're going to say about it and how it affects our kids. That's all coming up right now. On today's episode, I wanted to cover some of the more psychological effects of technology. And this is a topic that I plan to cover in future episodes, and I might have some some guests on to discuss things. But I wanted to start this episode. I was recently reading a book by an author, Michael Hyatt. And this is more of a traditional business book, but there was a quote in it, and I'm going to read this quote or this, this section of the book. And it really made me think about how relevant this can be, even though it affects us, how relevant it can be for our kids and something that we're probably overlooking. So here's how this paragraph reads. Now, this book, again, uh, is by Michael Hyatt, and the title of the book is Your Best Year Ever. Check Facebook, and it can seem like everyone's leading a charmed life. Happy kids, beautiful friends, gorgeous vacations, fulfilling work. We're instantly, usually subconsciously aware we're not measuring up. We're not as smart, creative, educated, successful, lucky, athletic, or artistic as everyone on Instagram. Now, let me ask you a question. As you're using your social media, you've had probably this same feeling, and that's what draws you. Maybe you're not having a good day and you are looking through your Instagram feed and seeing pictures of people on vacations. Well, you might think that is lifting you up and making you feel better. At the same time, yeah, these feelings do creep in. These feelings of, hey, I'm not as good as this person or I'm not you know, living that exciting, glamorous life like these other people. And you have that sort of envy, feeling that you want to live like that. And as many of us know, real life behind the scenes isn't exactly like that. While these people may appear to have this glamorous, amazing, beautiful life, those are only snippets of time. Those are only those, you know, snippets of moments when those people are having a great time. And and you probably see this with friends as well with your kids even that, you know, you'll share pictures when you're having an amazing experience with them, an amazing day, you're going out and doing something fun, whether it's, you know, back before coronavirus and the lockdowns, where we could go out and see people and spend time and go to concerts and go to restaurants and go to big parties and things like that. And we'd share those, those moments and those experiences. And part of it is that we do want to share that experience with others and our time with others. Now, let's think about how that can appear and impact our kids. Now, as your kids are getting older, they're probably on social media. My kids have started to use social media a little bit. One of my kids more than the other, but, you know, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Snapchat, my kids aren't on Facebook, but, you know, these these platforms where... Even kids are being exposed to their, not only their friends, but other people's content. 
and they see this same type of experience. We need to consider how that might be impacting them, how that's impacting their social interaction with others, how that's impacting their own feelings in, in about themselves, about other people, and impacting also maybe their behavior and how they interact with other people and how they behave and what actions they're taking even when they're in the moment like this. Maybe this is a good opportunity for you to get more involved and kind of monitor what your kids are doing on social or, you know, the accounts they're looking at, the things they're looking at. But even more important, I encourage you to just have an open dialogue, a conversation. Don't make it like a lecture or anything, but just speak to them about it so they become more aware. And it's just about being aware. I mean, if you're if you go into this using social media and using these apps and things and and you're consciously aware of you know the feelings that can manifest the the feelings and the emotions that you can have at least you're aware and you can catch yourself and that's something that I think is really important no matter how old you are to you know take the time and notice hey you know how am I feeling right now why am I spending so much time on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, you know, social media platforms you like to use. I've I've caught myself in the same kind of instance where, you know, there's certain times that I'm just drawn. I'm I'm looking at it. And if you take the time to think about how am I feeling right now? What emotions um, you know, am I experiencing? Why am I spending so much time on these apps? At least that comes into play about knowing Maybe I should take a break. Maybe I should turn it off. And consider, you know, the times that your kids are starting to use these apps. I've caught my kids sometimes they're immediately, as soon as they wake up, they, they go on their phone, they go on an iPad and they're, and they're doing things. Now, it's not always a social media app. Sometimes they're watching videos, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, think about the habits you're forming when and how often you're on these apps, how often you're looking at them and to some extent there there is that a, a psychological addiction you know that that kind of a, a addiction mentality when it comes to apps and games and things like that and I do want to dive deeper into those topics on future episodes of the podcast when you catch your kids in this sort of state of you know they post something and I've had this with with my kids they'll post something and then they're immediately checking hey which of my friends, you know, liked my post or who commented or do I have to, you know, uh, my friends are on, I need to be on at the same time, things like that. It, it's important to build that awareness with your kids about how, how that can affect the way they think about themselves, the emotions they have at the time, and, um, you know, whether it's okay or whether they need to make a change and knowing and and kind of teaching or guiding them on self-regulation of um, their use of technology and of, you know, these social media apps. It, it definitely, you know, I've heard countless times other instances where kids are becoming addicted to social media apps, to, 
you know, watching those apps and participating. And if you think about it, it, it also affects their attention span. Take TikTok as an example. Now, TikTok, they're short 15-second videos or animation. It's bad enough in, in terms of the time that you're spending on these apps. It, it's, you know, if you think about it, it's kind of bad enough that we're getting used to these shorter snippets of content because what that really is doing is instilling a shorter attention span in everything else we do. If you think about how things have changed, you know, when we were kids growing up, when I was a kid, you'd watch a cartoon on TV and that cartoon would be, let's say, a half an hour long, but it's kind of broken up into three or four sections and that, you know, it was maybe seven to 10 minutes and you'd have a commercial break and that commercial break. Yeah. I mean, that did have those 30 to 60 second commercials in it. You ask a kid to sit through something now and see a commercial or an ad, it drives them crazy. I know my kids on YouTube, when they see ads pop up in the middle of the, the, the videos, they're instantly ticked off because they want that, you know, they don't want that interruption, right? And the content being shorter, it, it's training a shorter, sort of um, shorter attention span because you're used to consuming content in shorter snippets. And what that's doing, in my opinion, is there's, there's an immediate, you know, your, your brain is getting trained to have this immediate gratification and, and it's a shorter span thing. Video games are shorter and shorter and shorter timelines. You can play these games on, on your devices, even a game like Fortnite or video games now that are online and, and, and console games that are dealing with more of an online shorter time span of a game, like a Call of Duty kind of thing. The games are maybe five minutes long. They're rarely longer. And I remember when I, when I was a kid playing, let's say PlayStation, you could play for hours and hours and hours. And while a game like a Minecraft that's creative, you can dump in, it's, it's definitely longer. I do see a trend more and more, especially on these mobile games where it's shorter and it's a shorter attention span. And what is that coming back to? It's, it's, it is a lot of these games are designed for the psychological effects, that immediate gratification, that short snippet where you get hooked. And by making it a shorter timeline to play a game or get to the next level or get that next reward or be able to earn, you know, bonus points so you can upgrade things like that. The timeline is shorter and shorter and shorter so that you get that gratification, you get hooked and you want to go to the next thing. And social media apps can be similar in that regard where these videos are short and you see someone's content and you know, whether it's a, a funny video of a dog doing something silly or a video of somebody um, you know, doing these, you know, unboxing openings on YouTube, or you just see a short video of people doing different things, you'll notice the content is a lot shorter and it's a lot sm smaller. Why? Because there's more that can be consumed in a shorter amount of time. And it also gets you kind of hooked that you don't think you're spending as much time on these apps as you really are. And it's that gratification that keeps you hooked to watch the next video, to see the next thing, because I want to see what's funny. I want to share it with my friends. I want to see, you know, who's commenting on what and, and maybe my friend has tagged me or someone shared a video with me. So it, it's just interesting to see how 
we're using technology and how the change of technology and the change of content is also affecting our life and our focus and our ability to look and work on something in a longer period of time. If you were to ask your kids to sit down and play a game or do something, I'll bet you'll notice their attention span is shorter than what you maybe remember your own was. And it's just good to be aware of feelings that you can have or that our kids can have even when we're using social media apps, when we're playing games. If a game makes your kid very angry, maybe you know we have to instill that ability to help them self-regulate, help them understand, hey, you know what? Maybe that's not a good feeling that you have right now. You're angry, you're upset from the game. Let's take a break, do something else. You notice that your your kids after using social media apps, if they're maybe upset or sad or they don't feel great, just have a conversation about what they're feeling when they're looking at these things or if they're sharing their own content. Why are they sharing? Why are they choosing to share that content? Same kind of thing, you know, is, is a good conversation piece for when they're um, texting with their friends, when they're participating in FaceTime and things like that is, you know, what are you saying? What are you talking about? How are you feeling? You know, those kinds of things. So I just wanted to, to bring that up in this podcast episode, I thought it's a very interesting topic. And when I was reading this book by Michael Hyatt and I read that paragraph, it instantly made me think about, you know, while this was talking about how we feel with ourselves and how that can creep into your own feelings about yourself and your emotions and when we're on apps, how this can also affect our kids. And I think it's so important. You know, it's not just about limiting, you know, or stopping kids from using these apps, they're going to use them. Their friends are on them. It, it's about helping them guide their way to those apps and how they're, they're making themselves feel or, you know, even the content they're posting and why are they posting that? What do they want to get out of it? Why are they constantly looking, you know, to see who commented on a post or how many likes they have or things like that? And what does that make them feel like? And uh, might be a good idea just to consider it for yourself and how you're feeling and what um, that's going through. So I hope that was valuable for you and uh, would love to hear your feedback on what you've noticed in your kids when they're starting to use social media apps. How often do they use them? Do you find that it's um, lifting them up or is it bringing them down? Is it making them feel not as great? Uh, is the amount of time they're spending on social media apps affecting their feelings? Have they ever taken a break? You know, let me know what you're doing and what kind of conversations you're having with your kids about technology, whether it's, you know, apps, games, and how that affects their lives. I'd love to hear your feedback. And again, if you have any questions at all, feel free to send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of Growing Up With Tech. My name is Lowell Brown. I do hope you enjoyed these first initial podcast episodes. Please do remember to subscribe with your favorite podcast player. And also, I would love it if you could give me a review, an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That would greatly help me, and I really do appreciate your support. Stay tuned. I'll see you in the next episode.